Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It's Wednesday, April 11th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Well, it looks like the honeymoon for Annapolis Mayor Gavin Buckley lasted about 122 days. On Monday night, he disclosed that he intends to raise the taxes for the city, and that has broken with some campaign promises, as well as upset a number of people all over social media. All you have to do is look at the Eastport Neighborhood Forum or some of the comments on the Capitol columns, and you will see how upset some people are. Now, the mayor had proposed it as $1.50 per household per day, which doesn't seem like much. The Capitol is presenting it as $0.13 cents for every $100 assessed. I presented it as a $9 million tax increase. Or you can look at it as another way. It's a 19.85% increase of the tax rate. Any way you look at it, it's going to cost the average homeowner about $600 a year more to live in Annapolis. Now, this isn't a done deal, of course, and it does need to go through the finance committee and it does ultimately need to be approved by the city council. But Buckley is definitely taking some heat, especially when you found on the campaign trail that he said he would not be raising taxes. Even as late in the campaign as early November, when someone commented on his official Facebook page that he would be raising taxes, the response from the campaign was, quote, Gavin has no intention of raising taxes. Please don't believe the vile mailers telling you otherwise. In the debate that we sponsored in October at about 44 minutes in, and you can check that out on YouTube, Buckley was discussing the taxes. And so with that private money, with that private-public partnership, you can get things done. We know nationally now we're going to be getting less and less money from Washington, D.C., We have to be imaginative on ways to raise revenue. We have to look at programs like we see in other cities. In Charleston, Joe Riley had the the confidence of the business community. He convinced them that if we increased, put a small percentage of tax on our sales tax, we could could raise revenue that way and we could use that revenue for other, for for big uh, projects. And so I believe that if we win the business community's trust and we tie something like that to a, a big capital project like a convention center out by Park Place and that we can tie it also into a, a property tax decrease, our property taxes are ridiculous in this town. People are leaving the town and going to the county because they're getting less service and more tax. So we have to look at revenues. I'll be focusing on revenues. I'll be making the business community strong in this town. And I believe that we're going to solve a lot of problems with that. This will be interesting to watch over the coming weeks. And the budget season has been shortened as the code did specify that the budget needed to be submitted by late March. It was submitted in mid-April. So the Finance Committee and the City Council now has a compressed timeline to get it approved. Yesterday, we also learned that the mayor's chief of staff, Jane Hruska, who also served as his campaign chairman and treasurer, will be leaving the city. We spoke with Jane yesterday, and she said that she and her husband are retiring to Santa Fe, New Mexico, and they are just about to break ground on some property, and they will need to be going back and forth for that over the next several years. 
It's unsure exactly when she will be leaving, but she did say that she will be making her decision, not necessarily her departure, within the next few months. So it could be as early as two weeks, or it could be a little bit later than that. With the closing of the legislature for this season, Maryland Comptroller Peter Francho is going on the warpath, and as we know that his proposal to ease limits on the brewing industry was shot down well before the close of the session, but he has vowed to take the fight to the interim election. Rest assured that this is merely the beginning of a fight to save Maryland's amazing craft beer industry, Francho wrote on his Facebook page. And how's he going to do that? Well, first he's going to introduce it again next year, but in the meantime, He is working to unseat legislators who have opposed the brewery regulation changes and other reforms he's sought, including changes to the state's public school construction program. He recently did say that he would fight against the re-election of Senate President Mike Miller, a Democrat who has served as president of the Senate for decades. It looks like the gloves are off with Comptroller Peter Franchot, and it must be pointed out that he was the largest single vote-getter statewide in the last election. He earned even more votes than the governor or the attorney general. He does not have a viable opponent, and it looks like it's a done deal that he will win re-election next year. Also another story that we need to follow very closely. This just kind of snuck up on me. Live Casino at Arundel Mills is almost ready to accept guests at its newly constructed hotel. Now, I just seem to remember them laying the beam to start construction on that. And that only seems like it was a month and a half or two months ago. But the 310-room, 17-story hotel, which is the tallest in Anne Arundel County, will be open on May 22nd and is now accepting reservations. The hotel is part of a larger $200 million expansion that will include a concert venue. It has a 24-hour restaurant, a lobby bar, a coffee, pastry, and gelato bar, and as well as a spa, fitness center, and beauty salon. The hotel's grand event center is a 20,000-square-foot event space and a 1,500-seat concert hall. That will open up in June. And a Phase two expansion, which I believe will include the space for Anne Arundel County Schools to hold graduation, will double the size of that median space, and that will be completed early next year. And this was sort of a long time coming, but... Credit card companies now are getting rid of signature requirements. used to be that you used to have to sign the back of your card, and merchants used to look at it and verify that that's who you were, despite the fact that my kids could effectively sign my signature, probably better than I could on most days. But later this month, four of the largest networks, Amex, Discover, MasterCard, and Visa, will stop requiring them to complete credit card transactions. Handwritten authentications will be relegated to a few special circumstances like buying a house or maybe even getting a celebrity autograph. But you know what? That's what selfies are for anymore. Target stores plans to eliminate them later this month. Walmart considers signatures worthless and has already stopped recording them on most transactions. And MasterCard said it's been wanting to make the change for years, but has held off until the rest of the cards came in line with cards embedded with computer chips. That's all I got for the news today. Hang tight. I've got George Young with DMV Weather coming right up. I'm Sean O'Neill, your local RBC Wealth Management Advisor. When you choose to work with me, you'll have access to a worldwide network of financial products and services only available from a leading global institution. RBC's international reputation for physical strength and stability, world-class capabilities, and corporate values is unique in the financial services industry. I also recognize the importance of reinvesting in the communities in which we live and work, and I'm committed to serving my clients by building long-term relationships based on trust, integrity, and confidence. I look forward to helping you with your wealth management needs. Call me, Sean O'Neill, today at 410-573-6723 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. 
Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, April 11th. Okay, so one more day today in the 50s, and then it's reward time weather-wise for Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County with three straight days of plentiful sunshine with upper 60s or lower 70s for highs on Thursday, followed by temperatures in the 70s and maybe even some 80s Friday and Saturday. And while we're still expecting some rain to move across the region on Sunday, possibly into Monday, it'll once again be warm to finish out the weekend with 60s or 70s on Sunday ahead of a cold front that'll have the area back into the 50s and maybe even only 40s for highs by next Tuesday. Okay, that's it for us today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there today and be sure to download our free weather app by searching your app store for DCMDVA Weather and also follow us on Facebook or Twitter or on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. And as always, remember one thing, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Hi, this is Randy. And Claudia Boldiga. Please join us and our presenting sponsor, RXNT, on Saturday, April 28th, on AAMC's South Campus for Denim and Diamonds Bash. Proceeds will benefit mental health and addiction services in our community. Now more than ever, we need to focus on this critical need. The bash sold out last year, so don't delay and join us for this fabulous night under the stars. Can't make the party? You can still help by purchasing a raffle ticket. This year's raffle is a stunning four-piece amethyst jewelry collection donated by Cezanne Jewelers, valued at $5,000. Only 100 tickets will be sold for the raffle, so don't miss out. For event or raffle tickets, go to aamcdenimanddiamonds.org. Thanks for your support of Anne Arundel Medical Center's efforts to improve the availability of mental health and addiction services throughout our community. Remember, it's not just a party. It's a party with a purpose. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.